Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Am I not more to you than X? I don't know about you, but I have been on the giving end and receiving end of that statement. And today the readings really made me sit and think. And I'm not going to read the reading to you because the names of the people and the towns I would just butcher And it would totally distract you from the message. But I am going to read the last part of it so that you kind of get the gist. Well, here, I'll just explain it to you. So, all right, I'm going to do it here. Okay, he had two wives. One named Hannah, the other Penia, or Pinia, Penina, Penina. Okay, Penina. We'll keep, we'll keep it at Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah was childless. The man regularly went on pilgrimage, pilgrimage from his city to worship the Lord of Hosts and to sacrifice him at Shiloh, where the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phineas were ministering as priests of the Lord. When the, day, when the day came for Elkanah to offer sacrifice, he used to give a portion of each to his wife Peninnah and to all her sons and daughters, but, to a, but a double portion to Hannah because he loved her. Though the Lord had made her barren, her rival to upset her, turned it into a constant reproach to her that the Lord had left her barren. This went on year after year. Each time they made their pilgrimage to the sanctuary of the Lord, Peninnah would approach her and Hannah would would weep and refuse to eat. Okay, this is the main point of my whole, whole thing here. Her husband, Elkanah, used to ask her, Hannah, Why do you weep? And why do you refuse to eat? Why do you grieve? Am I not more to you than ten sons? Okay, let's put this into today's action. Am I not more to you than that phone in front of your face? Than that sporting event that you're watching? Am I not more to you than this dream? And let me, let me just kind of elaborate on this and where this is coming from, because I really felt for him. 
And Hannah would not reciprocate love, would not appreciate what she had. She was just distraught and grieving and refusing to be joyful at what God gave her because all she wanted was children. And so here she has this man who loves her dearly that says, aren't I more than 10 children? Am I not enough for you? How many times do we feel that way with somebody else or we are that way ourselves? I guarantee you there's a person, there's not a person listening to this that hasn't been felt ignored or taken for granted or taken advantage of, right? We've all been there, done that. And that's one thing, but to, to perpetually act in a way. So let's say you're a single person waiting for the love of your life. You, you desire to be married, but you're not dating anyone. And all you're doing is just constantly complaining and you're pretty much miserable to be around because all you do is whine about the fact that you have not found your perfect mate while your friends and your family are always there for you to hold your hand and to help you get through things and be there with you. And they may be like, hey, am I not enough for you? Maybe you're having a big life change. Maybe you're considering moving. I myself was in this mode. I kept dreaming about what our life would be like when we finally get down to Tennessee when we're in God's nature, you know, a bunch of acreage around us and we're kind of like all alone and secluded. And yet at the same time, we almost have that here. We have a beautiful backyard with woods. We have deer and squirrel and ducks and chipmunks. I mean, anything that birds galore, it is nature. So why am I waiting for something and constantly dreaming of that when I should be satisfied and this life that I have, I should be appreciating it and loving every moment now. Heck, I don't even know if I'll be down in Tennessee. Will God have me live that long? I don't know what God's plan is, so I'd better live life to the fullest and let everyone around me know how much I love them, especially if they're putting up with something. Maybe you are a person that's seeking a job and that's all you can talk about. And then you don't get the job. Now what? You've put your entire life because you've lived it, you've breathed it, you've had this thing become an obsession to you where you've ignored everything else, and then boom, it doesn't come true. Now what? Your entire mindset is blown. Now you got to start all over. <laughs> and then all the people around you, your spouse, your family, your friends, even the coworkers, possibly, if you're in a job, all have to deal with that fallout. And I guess that's what I'm really getting at, is with the people in your life, 
Please don't make them think. Aren't I enough for you? We could also do it to ourselves, right? Oh, I'm going to lose weight. And then we become obsessive about losing weight. And then all of a sudden we're a bear to be with because we go out to dinner, but we refuse to eat anything but the salad. We won't even have a little glass of wine to celebrate. And then we pout because we're denying ourselves and we really want what we want. And so we become this just completely unattractive, I don't want to be with you kind of person. And it's all because you're so hooked up in this one thing that you desire that you think is going to make you happy. Isn't that what it's all about? We do have a lot of idols. We do have a lot of things in our life that we desire and we want because we think they will make us happy. And we make it such a priority and it blurs us from living in the moment and loving the people in our lives. And that is what God spoke to me because He's speaking that to us too. Am I not enough for you? Aren't I worth a little extra time of yours, a little extra worship, a little extra sacrifice, a little extra love and forgiveness and mercy to those around you? So the next time that we feel pitiful for ourselves or have that kind of, you know, woe is me, sure, we can say something, but let's make ourselves be that person for that, that we're seeking that from. In other words, if you're feeling like you're not getting love or you're not getting what you need in your relationship, for example then give what you need or even give what you think they need because the more that you give that person what they need, the more they're going to give you what you need and it's just going to snowball. God is the same way. If you give him the time, he's going to give you what you need. And then the next time, he's going to give you what you need, and it's just going to snowball. So let's be satisfied where we are in our lives right now. Let's love the heck out of everyone that we have in our lives so that they feel special and that they don't feel Aren't I good enough? Am I not enough for you? Nothing is worse than not feeling like you satisfy someone's deepest desires from a friendship perspective, from a love perspective. Nobody wants to be, you know, <laughs> coming up short. 
no offense to any short people. I'm a, I'm a solid five foot four. <laughs> so I have vertically challenged in my own life. That's not what I meant. You know, you know what I mean. So today, let's be satisfied. Let's be loving, caring, zealous people for life. We are here for a reason. God gave us the people in our lives and our family for a reason. And if we just open our hearts, we can feel that joy fill us. As you sit there and think about what you're going to do today and who you're going to see today, start being excited about sharing love, making them feel unique and loved and appreciated and wanted because everybody wants that. There's not a living human being on the planet that does not desire to be loved. So they are enough and you are enough. Just get out there and love with joy. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Happy Monday. Happy Tuesday for you on the other side of the world almost. And I will speak to you tomorrow. I'm super excited about today. I can't wait to get out in love. I hope I shared some love with you here. Find something more with God today. Have a blessed and inspired day.